and welcome to I Spit in Your Mouth, an ooky, spooky podcast. I am Dottie Spartans. And I'm Coolia Spartans. And we host this shit show. Like literal shit show. Like actual someone shitting. Like, like we walked into your apartment today to cat vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's because my cat likes to eat out of the garbage. It's really cats a problem. Are dumb. They're just stupid. But also, your cats are dogs. Stupid. Dogs eat actual cat shit out of litter boxes. So true, dogs true. are not as smart. I've as... had to pull dog shit out of my dog's mouth before. <laughs> so you know. Well. We have a lovely episode set up for you today. I mean, maybe. Depends I think on it's how you lo- look at I it. I think it's going to be lovely. I think it's going to, you know, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to editing this because I think it's going to be fantastic. I feel bad for our guests who has to speak to us every time. <laughs> well, I think that we have done way worse. That sounds like a wet ass pussy. <laughs> pussy? Pussy. A wet ass? A wet ass pussy. <laughs> Oh, those poor children with lists. Wet ass pussy. <laughs> I had a list from the when top, I was younger. Make it drop. That's a wet ass pussy. pussy. Uh, All right, we're done. So before we done. invite our guest Ariel Hansen, director, producer, actor, screenwriter, voice actor, costume designer, set decorator, special effects artist. Onto our I mean, podcast. She just gone done done it all. She done did it. She done she gone done did it. <laughs> she already done had her disease. Oh. Um, we just wanna you know let you know that we're doing well. We aight. You know we're here and we're still drinking prosecco. Correct. Hashtag Lamarca. We could still taste it. Hashtag Lamarca, please sponsor us. Like seriously, we would save so much money. Lamarca prosecco. If you haven't sponsored us by now, which you haven't. Um, you're missing out. I love, if you haven't sponsored us by now, which you haven't. <laughs> you're missing out. Because we're literally promoting LaMarca Prosecco to everybody, constantly. It's true. Because we, we drink love it LaMarca. all the time. I love, I love LaMarca so much. It is the superior It is. Prosecco. It's a superior and affordable Prosecco. And who doesn't love that? And we bought a big boy. Mmm, she thick. She thick. Look at her and her little sister. Oh, little baby. <laughs> Clearly. I think this is this is where it's at right here. But we you know, we're doing well and we are still putting out quality content and by and quality we're still just putting out. <laughs> we're just putting out for you. I want you to know that this is all for you. You you don't even appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to welcome in our guest, Ariel Hansen, all the way from Vancouver. No. From the spirit realm. Thank you, dumb bitch. (laughs) So lower the lights. Light some candles. The spirit world. Take out your Ouija board. (laughs) Because. Oh, Canada. My my home and native land. Your cat just woke up. We need to stop. Look at look at all those angry waves. <laughs> of crane. Isn't that America? Yes. Okay. 
I don't know, Marcus. Is there anyone there who wishes to speak to anyone here? We are calling out to the other side, to the spirit the realm. The netherworld, the, the ne undercarriage of the earth. <laughs> Ariel, Ariel, are you there with us? If in you're the, in the undercarriage, we're trying to let you out. No <laughs> one likes the undercarriage. If you're there with us, could you please give us a sign? <laughs> oh, oh, I think we're getting something. Somebody is using their vibrator. Oh. <laughs> stink down there Ooh. oh not we a stinky that. undercarriage <laughs> ariel thank you so much for being here with us thank you for having me and helping me escape absolutely that's what we do here <laughs> that's what we try our best to do i mean we're gonna have to probably send you back but if, you know if you slip no! through the cracks then that's that's someone else's problem and not ours listen we love when someone slips through the cracks that's <laughs> probably my favorite <laughs> But we are, we're so happy to have you. We, um, even though Women in Horror Month is over, it's still Women's History Month. So mm -hmm. it's wonderful to have you here with us for that. Our first interview in Women's History Month. And also we, we just, we need more women. We have a whole yeah. bunch of queer fucks on here. Yes, so many drag queens, so many gay men. Like let's, like, I'm happy to have a bunch of women back to yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, let's just, we need, we need more. I don't think I've ever been this happy to have a bunch of women back to back, but I'll take have it. Have you ever had a bunch of women back to back? <laughs> Never once. Not even one time. <laughs> so, I mean, Ariel, you you are prodigious. You are an actress. I'm sorry, producer, I need you to director. not use words like that. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that means. Prod prodigious. I don't know the actual definition. Just I use context clues. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna, like you. Yeah, you know, context clues are cute, but you know, prodigious. I'm like, what the? F anyway. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> anyway, you you're an act. You're an actor. You're a producer, director, voice actor. You've done everything. I, I mean, your a IMDb, gel of all literally your IMDb page. It's just like it's it's forever long. Like I know when Dottie sent it to me, I was like scrolling, <laughs> scrolling, this. scrolling. Actor, director, producer, writer, special effects, set decorator, <laughs> casting department, production manager. Thanks <laughs> and, and self. self. Did it say costume designer on there as well? Oh, I don't uh, think I saw it that. It doesn't say costume designer. Oh, there, oh. I, that credit must have been missed for one film. Oh, so someone didn't credit you. Write a very angry letter to IMDb. <laughs> no, it's not IMDb. It's it would be an angry letter to myself because I also was actor and producer on that. So. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you not credit yourself? Um, I, in the actual film, I think it just probably didn't end up on IMDb. All right. We they were to, like, we she's got enough. Never yeah. enough. Yeah. I want it all. Especially when it comes to being a woman who does it all, you should credit yourself for everything that you do. 100%. Yes. <laughs> because it's especially hard being such a male dominated field. It's, it's a real mess, honestly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Men usually make a mess. So it's understandable. It's true. It's true. But I guess horror is the place where if you're going to make a mess, that's where you should do yeah. it. Yeah. So, but I, we, I Women mean, love to be messy too. 
Absolutely. Exactly. That's oh. amazing. That, like, I love getting in all the gook and the fake blood and stuff. Sure, I complain about like my nails later, but in the mi- in the mix of it, I absolutely love it. Absolutely. So, I mean, gardening is my thing. So it's just oh, getting man. getting some dirt under my nails. Ain't no problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> See, my my I I get acrylic nails, and my nail lady would fucking hate me. Yeah. <laughs> probably fire me as a client i'm surprised she hasn't already because i break them every five seconds because of what i do for a living and she's just like you broke another one and i'm like yeah sorry at least they're acrylic i break my real ones oh oh i hate that but the acrylic still hurts when it like snaps oh no i don't like that no okay we're gonna stop talking about that So we're going to ask you the first question that we ask pretty All much right. on the podcast, which is why horror? What is it about the spooky life that you're drawn to? And what is the first time that you can remember, you know, being attracted to that? Oh, well, this is a whole life endeavor for me. Um, I always was attracted to like darker subjects, even when I was a really little kid. So um, I, both my parents have always like, they kind of introduced horror or sci-fi. My my dad's been very much into sci-fi all my life. So was introduced by them. But then I also like the kids shows that I watched were always the weird ones, like Archie's weird mysteries and freaky stories and um, eerie Indiana. Didn't watch Goosebumps because the opening gave me nightmares. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but are you afraid of the dark for some reason yeah i was able to watch that one which Um, is funny because i always like had them hand in hand mm -hmm. so often when i was younger and watching those shows growing up but eerie indiana is definitely one that does not get credited enough and it was very fun very true yeah yeah um well for goosebumps the specific like i actually with my partner a couple um years ago we figured out the episode that had this one image that I'd had a nightmare about and so it was like this this head with eye stalk eyes Mm. and I just like that was in an attic like just as a head in one of my nightmares and (laughs) so I was like not not fucking with that shit and then we watched the actual episode of like oh my god that's so silly I understand because when I like for me I used to I was very much a are you afraid of the dark kid I used to watch it with my sister I was I loved it I was obsessed and for me there were two episodes that really scared the crap out of me one of them was the um like the ghost in the pool okay yeah yeah yeah. that one scared the crap out of me because I as a kid like we we used to swim that was like our big thing we you know um so the idea of a ghost in the pool was just terrifying but then the other one was it was like they were playing um hide and seek in the in the cemetery and at the end he discovers that all the kids he's playing hide and seek with are dead oh yeah i remember that one too <laughs> and i had nightmares about it <laughs> yeah well the pool one like i uh, i watched a youtube video about it recently and the special effects makeup were amazing so yeah. no wonder that scared you honestly for a show that was for children on nickelodeon the special effects were excuse really... me it was on snick oh sorry snick. um excuse me it's actually a canadian show so it was originally on one <gasps> tv oh you canadians <laughs> we just got honestly cut. i have to say that um can, like canadian tv shows really just hit me here but uh 
That's a thing. I mean, actually, both of them were filmed here. So okay, yeah, oh, Goosebumps sure. was shot here as well. That's why Ryan Reynolds is in um, Say Cheese and Die. Ah, gotcha. okay. Look at that. I, I love these little knowledge bombs that we get. I I just I just really appreciate Canada. Ultimately, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, I I have. I think I like it. I haven't been there in a really long time. I have. I've never been to Canada, but I, 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 I so many people in my life that I love are Canadian, and so many shows that I like to yeah. watch are Canadians. So. Well, yeah, my, my biological... when you're allowed to come, <laughs> yes. yeah. No, my biological father is from Montreal, so oh. I'm half Canadian. I guess I'm trying to get my dual citizenship because America's trash. I mean, to be fair, there's there there. <laughs> like borders in vermont that border canada that no one's watching we could just walk across. oh girl they're watching all the borders now <laughs> they got drones yeah oh, no, no I'm trying I'm... to flee into canada being chased by a drone <laughs> that's its own horror story we're well, writing that one well thankfully canada is nice enough to take in refugees from other countries that america is not because we are garbage indeed we love Canada. This is a Canada stand podcast. <laughs> we yeah, uh, listen. Well, because I started, I started watching uh, Kim's Convenience, which is yeah. a Canadian show, which is amazing. I love it. Um, and then, of course, we're we're big Schitt's Creek fans. So. Love Schitt's Creek, so good. Which I I just love this. I love that the the Canadian like awkward humor that makes me it makes my heart sing. Where it's just like people who are stuck in awkward situations and they don't know how to get out of them. <laughs> Is that is that where happy. I get it from? Maybe. Is it like inherited? <laughs> I think it's genius because people talk to me and I'm like, "What? Do I help? Someone help? Uh, I need assistance for real." So, Ariel, working in horror, like we said before, such a male-dominated industry. How has that been for you? Well, so. I find that specifically the work that I've done so far, because it has been like not on a huge scale and it's been, I pick the people that I work with. So like my sets, they are very welcoming and everything. And um, the only way that I might've bumped up against it in the past is like, film festivals mm -hmm. so like you know you submit to a bunch of festivals some you get into some you don't and like um some of the festivals that my films have been selected for I look I've started to get into a habit of like looking at all the other films where they're from just because out of curiosity but also like counting the other women who have shorts screening as well and sometimes it's very good sometimes I'm one of two same with yeah. script competitions there was one that I um I actually ended up winning second place but uh the there was only one other woman who had scripts in the comp that were accepted into the competition so it was which is fucking wild yeah because I know there I know there are plenty of women out there but it's just it's and again it is such a male dominated industry and it's like a who has the bigger cock show uh -huh. and to see a to have a successful woman and a talented woman in there i think they get super threatened by it i can see that like whenever men <laughs> kind of have claimed something as their own and a woman comes in and she's like hey look i 
I'm also really good at this. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, you're not allowed in here. Like any, like women in video games, like always has been, Oh yeah, you yeah. know, it's always been like, so like, I don't know. It, the toxic masculinity really has its hands in everything. And I really she really upsetting. does. Yeah, um, I'm lucky to not use a screen name that lets people know I'm a girl when I play video games. Yeah. There you go. Once I got called a beta cuck soy boy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Y'all, I don't understand video games, like online stuff. I'm just like, oh, fucking no. <laughs> I mean, just even just look at um, like Lovecraft Country, which we both loved. We thought was so brilliant, so well done. Mm-hmm. The creator's a woman, Misha Green. And everybody just gives Jordan Peele all the credit. Yeah, or the new Candyman movie that's directed by Nia DaCosta and people assume Jordan Peele directed it. Yep. Which it's it's it's, it's fucking insane. And I and and it's like okay, it's great that Jordan Peele is attached to it because it's helping these these projects get picked up and get noticed and but then it's also like, well, why are we not giving the women who are responsible for it the credit that they deserve yeah but also do we know if jordan peele is like hey guys like thanks i appreciate all of this but you know that like this person also had most of the hand in it yeah. like there's it's just something that everyone could work on doing better where he could be like yes i i had my hand in it but also this wonderful and talented person over here did most of the work or also had a huge hand in it anything of that sort yeah and I think that's actually that can be a problem just with films in general no matter who the who what gender the director is because um if you've got a famous producer and you're a lesser named director often people will think it's the produce that famous producer's film just like there's so many films that say Guillermo del Toro has produced yeah and it's like oh wait he didn't direct it oh yeah and, and it's just like, it, and it's nice to have that big name attached to it, but I think that that big name person should then refocus the credit, like, yeah. and the, the energy towards the other person who had, like, a, a director, if you're producing something, a, a producer's credit is unfortunately relatively easy to get. <laughs> And I think that, like, if it's directed by someone not as well known, then that should be kind of like, hey, you know, like, yes, I had my hand in this, but let's look at this amazing director who told the whole story of the movie with their vision. Absolutely. Yeah. Fuck these people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and film as a whole is definitely lacking in that area. I mean, hor- we, we focus on horror because that's what our podcast is about, but <laughs> film, as, film as a whole is very much correct lacking in the ability yeah. to give credit where it's due, especially to um, to women and people of color. So I think that we're, we're demanding right now <laughs> that you change your way. Yes. <laughs> sure. They'll listen up. <laughs> uh, and also you, you have done so much work on shorts, which you've done some features, but your, your um, body of work is very much full of shorts, which is, I think is fantastic. I love, I love shorts. I know that there's, they're not everybody's cup of tea, but I think that they're perfect because mm-hmm. you you get to the just to the meat and the potatoes of of the story, and you get your your short amount of horror. You're good, and you can even digest quite a few and let's shorts face it, in a row. We're a generation with 
no attention span <laughs> whatsoever. Correct. What has your experience been working on shorts as opposed to working on features? Well, so um, just to be clear, the feature that I have worked on, that was as an actor rather than as a director, uh, writer. So um, the, the reason why, of course, I do so many shorts is because I ain't got no money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there as, we go. as do most of us. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> of course, short, shorts are easier to fund and also easier to write oh my god I'm working on writing a feature right now and it's just like trying to get the focus to actually sit down and write when you're only getting like a three pages done in several hours versus writing a short and it's like you sit down you write it first draft's done yeah um but from again my festival experiences I do shorts blocks are usually the ones that I'll try to go to because like I just love the variety and you get to see so like variety in budget level variety in topic if you watch a stinker the next it'll be over soon and the next (laughs) one might be good whereas when you go to a festival and you sit down to watch a feature and you realize like 30 minutes in oh I don't really like this or oh I am so bored yeah you, you can't really get up and leave because odds are the filmmaker might be there and you don't want to hurt their feelings so shorts are much better for that because it's just like okay I don't like this one but it'll be over soon and then the next one starts and then you might be like oh this one's good so I'm not gonna lie I've gotten up and walked out of something I was just like oh I just have to go to the bathroom I never come back I like go <laughs> I find a bar and I plant my ass down there and that's what I do. But I also, I don't know, I'm kind of a piece of shit. No, when, when we do our festival, you're not gonna be able to escape. I'm not gonna let you. I'll find a way. <laughs> I'll find a way. When we when we finally figure out how to do a festival. When you figure when it out. When I figure out how to do a festival. But. Well, the advantage of being in charge is you can go, oh, we're having technical issues. I gotta go figure it out. Or, oh, I gotta go organize this. <laughs> don't give her ways to get out of this. <laughs> I'm already doing all the work. I love this. <laughs> this is perfect. Because it would also make you look like you're doing more work too. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to have to be the mean one anyway. It's all a facade. You're going to like have like an earpiece in, drinking at the bar <laughs> and just shouting and pretending clipboard. like you're doing things. Carry a clipboard around. No one will question Ooh, you. The clipboard, the clip, the clipboard with the earpiece. Can I have like one of the telephone receptionist headsets? Like not no. a little Bluetooth thing. I want a full jammy. I'm going to give you a whole switchboard to sit at. That's going to be your job. <laughs> I can't carry a switchboard to the fucking bar. Or get get her a gamer headset. <laughs> so it's got like the massive headphones, the <laughs> microphone. Oh my God, get me a gamer headset. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, but but working on on shorts obviously is you know the budget is lower, the it's less less time overall. Yeah, uh, and you can bang out multiple shorts in a shorter period of time than yes, it's not a feature. So that's you know I, I can see definitely the benefit of being a filmmaker and working on shorts. <laughs> Sorry, there was there was a joke there, and I I was like searching for it, like banging out multiple shorts in a period short period of time. I was gonna be like, oh yeah, I've done that in a weekend before. <laughs> I, I have seen that porn, and he was massive, and they were all very short. <laughs> 
but <laughs> I'm so sleep deprived. <laughs> oh no. But so I can definitely see the benefit of, of that. And, um, but also that means like you have so much, so much more work that you can, you know, can send into, into festivals. Yes. Um, I mean, you kind it's rather linear when you send it in. So basically you'll have a film that you finished and you'll start sending it out. And usually by then my previous film will have been to most of the places that are going to accept it. So it's, it's nice because like you can constantly have content that people are watching yeah. rather than you shooting, shooting a feature, taking potentially multiple years to get done. You can get a short film done. I mean, mine can take longer because um, as I've, I'm making them more complex mm -hmm. and everything, the post-production team, um, it, when you've got a longer short, then they need more time as well as um, my most recent one. We actually also brought on a VFX artist to enhance oh, our practical effects. So that also takes time. Um, but the shoot, that's fast. <laughs> <laughs> You're like one weekend done. Post-production forever. <laughs> Months. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I appreciate the game. That's it. It's, it's work. It's a lot of work. And I, and I, I think people sometimes forget how much work goes on post-production. Yes. Oh my God. Like you need good post people because that can really make or break your film. Like there's films that uh, they're made in the edit. Like the footage might not have been great, but the editors and sound designers and everyone are able to like take it and make it, oh, now it's good. <laughs> I must say, as I've gotten older, I've had, I've developed like a really fond respect for sound design in film mm -hmm. because that can really make or break a whole vibe of a of a something you're watching and the score yes yes oh but score. i love i love a good like eerie complete silence <laughs> like not a fucking sound yeah. just to, like because it makes you feel uncomfortable when you have that complete mm -hmm. silence and that's what really gets me. If something is like about to like getting really creepy and you just have a complete lack of sound, mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. just like. Yeah, a good, a good silent moment or like some really good like off tones, like really low, mm. like off yeah. tones that just kind of like set you on edge and you're like, you don't really know why until you realize that you're hearing it. Those, those are always fantastic. And yeah, I or some infrasound. Oh mm. yeah. I can't wait until we could have smells in movies. Oh my god, that... like a little John Water smell of vision. Well, <laughs> um, there's like, uh, like at Disneyland and stuff, those movie theaters where they'll pump in some smells, or like, um, I think it's at Science World here. They there's um, they've got an IMAX theater, and then they've got like a little thing that like can brush the back of your heels yeah. to make you feel things or the seat will vibrate or, and they'll like push in the smell of salt water as the salmon are running. <laughs> I love that. I want to go. If you want. 4D. When, when we finally watch The Lighthouse, I'll just have a water bottle and just spritz you Fuck in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that's been sitting. That's, that's going to be the cat water bottle. <laughs> yeah, it is. Just Ooh. get a taxidermy seagull and throw, throw it. it. <laughs> throw it at her. <laughs> 
be like here <laughs> i love that that'll be the closest you will ever get to throwing a football <laughs> in your I've day life thrown a football i used to play football did you really i did <laughs> i don't like <laughs> i can't see that not only you. did i play football i was i was a you, deep... were you a tight end no i was not a tight end <laughs> you're still i'll never tight be end. a tight end <laughs> See, there we go talking about my butthole again. Um, but no, I actually was a um, a defensive and offensive line, lineman. I don't know what that means. I was the person on on the line when you when I, you see you, you never watch football. Nope. Okay, good. Anyway, I'm a rugby girl myself, so I also don't know. Ooh, gotcha. I like hockey. I'm Canadian. Fuck. <laughs> there you go. Fucking hoser. Oh. <laughs> So. Well, well, don't you know, not all Canadians here are actually all that interested in hockey. <gasps> oh, I love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> the key go. is, you don't think Canada. You think Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because that's definitely much more of like the Minnesotian accent. What, is, what word did I just make up? Minnesotian? Minnesota. Say your story. <laughs> Here's the thing is that I feel like my accent is so thick that I can't even pretend to be like I'm from somewhere else. So, sorry. Whereas here I had to learn how to say sorry. Yeah. Your your homework, you're watching lots of Degrassi before we I I love Degrassi. You're gonna practice. I love Degrassi. I've watched all of it like multiple times. Okay. I've never seen Degrassi. You've never seen Degrassi? So. No. Oh. Oh lord, that's, that's your homework. That's your homework. <laughs> you want you want horrific? <laughs> Listen, yeah. Manny's thong, horrific. Oh, but the, the next generation. The next Haven't we discussed Degrassi, Manny's thong? On I this feel like we have. <laughs> Degrassi: The Next Generation was was a horror show. <laughs> Should have loved every second of it. Oh my goodness, but we digress. <laughs> As it goes, we digress. We digress. <laughs> e. You're fired. <laughs> took you long enough yeah, right so, so, <laughs> so ariel um if you could pick your favorite script that you've written up until this point which one would it be Prob- <clears throat> excuse me um <laughs> so it's actually the script that i just recently or Technically, it was last year that I wrote it, and we were supposed to shoot it in November, but just kidding. Worse here. The world had a different idea. <laughs> yeah, well, here in BC, we were doing all right for a while, and then things got worse, and then we got more restrictions in November, and it's like, yes, professional sets can continue on, but it's a bit more complicated when you're a very low-budget, independent set yeah. hoping to film in someone's house. Yeah. Um, so it's actually my most recent script is the one that I'm the most the most jazzed about at the moment. Oh, um, we're jazzed. I'm jazzed. <laughs> uh, it's called Damned Supper, and it's about a group of wannabe witches who hold a dumb supper ritual, which is um, this ritual that people used to do on Halloween to conjure up the image of their future love. Okay. So. They do that and they conjure up a bit more than what they bargained for. Oh, 
love that. We love that. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. And it's um, also my first foray into writing horror comedy. So okay, that's. I love. I, so I. It's so funny. I don't like comedies that much in general, <laughs> but yep. horror comedies, I fucking love them so much. And I don't know why, because if you ask me what my favorite comedy movie is, I can't tell you. Then you just just say a horror comedy. Well, it, that's the thing. It's probably going to be like Shaun of the Dead. Oh, I love Shaun Which of the was Dead. so fucking ridiculous, but I loved every single second of it. Because Simon Pegg is a genius. I mean, that's a statement. Genius. <laughs> You've seen Hot Fuzz. I love that movie. True. He's that was fun. <laughs> it's it's the trifecta of Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost. Yeah, yes. I think that's it. Because I'm sure. like, I think like, I watched something else that Simon Pegg did, and I was like, eh. I okay. can't remember what I watched, but like, it's the three that really make a great fucking feature that has me cackling. Yeah, definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. We also have a question that we love to ask all of our guests on the show um why did you say guests like that i don't know guests uh, guests <laughs> guest. we like asking all of our guests all of our ghoulish guests uh, <laughs> so and it's become a very controversial topic it so, has um okay we w- we want to know what kind of person you are. And by that we mean, are you more of a vampire person, a witch person, a werewolf person, zombies, uh, cryptids, uh, you know, I can't think of any ghosts, you know, what, what, okay. is, what is the, the, the horror creature that speaks to you the most? Well, I'm, I much prefer, like, I don't see how this is too controversial of a question because I prefer this much more to what's your favorite horror movie. <laughs> I I will stab anyone who asks me that again. <laughs> so wait, what's your favorite horror movie? <laughs> <laughs> I am throwing knives through the webcam. And um, a seagull. <laughs> and a seagull. Um, so I'm going to ignore that second question. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm in terms of what I like to watch, I'm really into like ritual occults, that kind of stuff. Um, If there's some strange ritual to summon a demon or the witches are creating a, a spell to preserve their youth or I'm also very much into like, like, humans being transformed into creatures. Okay. I love that. I do. I love that as well. Yeah. Uh, I watched, I watched way too much big wolf on campus when I was little. So I really <laughs> wanted to be a werewolf. I big wolf on campus was so wonderful and it doesn't get enough recognition. <laughs> like so ridiculous and campy and wonderful. Yes. Oh my God. And full of like nineties hotties, which <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like what I watched when I was a child very accurate, accurately describes who I am as a person today. I watched yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark, Goosebumps, and Sailor Moon. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that That explains a lot. My boyfriend is over there being really excited. About <laughs> he, he just loves Sailor Moon. <laughs> But I, I feel I feel you on that. right, and I feel I watch Gargoyles a lot too. Ooh, I love yeah. Gargoyles. Yeah. Yeah. 
Gargoyles was good for sure. But no, I love this. I, I love this. We've never had this as an answer before. So I love that. And um, I love like, I, I, so there was a point in time and I wish that I had more time right now, but I got really into the history of like occultism and yep. um, I, I, I got into a lot of folklore at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah. It was just like the, the history behind the stories making like what we know to fuck the history behind what creatures we know to be today and how they kind of got there which is why we love lore yes exactly but like even still like once that's a nice little like deep dive yeah but then i dove even deeper into certain things and i was like all right too much wait (laughs) my boyfriend dove deep into me this morning and then we went and we had crepes and coffee uh, <laughs> and you didn't get me a crepe you didn't ask for a crepe you never you, do i have to ask for a fucking crepe well, you, i brought you cold brew i thought that would be good do you think i ate today do you think i ate today no yeah then you should have brought me a crepe <laughs> you also didn't tell me that you were angry and hungry at the same time, I'm which always, is what you usually tell me. I'm always angry. You usually like if I don't eat something, I'm gonna punch someone, and I'm like, okay, I'll get you. I had it. a piece of Ezekiel toast. What's that? <laughs> Ezekiel bread is like this really oh. nutty, grainy bread. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I just toasted it, and I'm one of those dumbass vegans, so I put a little of my Earth Balance vegan butter on there, and I shoved it in my face in 0.5 seconds. Yeah. Well, you're not one of those. But it's vegans. not a crepe. You're not one of those vegans. I would have loved to crave. Because if you were one of those vegans, you would have punched me for I just want a crepe. cheese earlier. Uh, anyway. Now I'm just going to punch you because I don't have a crepe. And That's you said crepe and I just want a crepe. A crepe. Oh, I'm wanting crepes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone wants... You fucked up. You didn't get everyone crepes. <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't drunkenly order everybody um, but empanadas you know like you okay. did two weeks ago. <laughs> So I'm a very thoughtful friend is what it comes down to. And the other two weeks ago, we all went out the night before we had to record our last episode and I drank heavily and I ordered us all fresh local empanadas to eat after recording and then she forgot in the morning. Yes. And then she forgot that she ordered them until the next day when she was like, oh shit, we have empanadas coming. (laughs) That sounds like a great surprise, though. right? Yeah. Drunk Emily was was doing great. Yeah, for once, <laughs> she does better than sober Emily sometimes. Sometimes, well, apparently sober Phil didn't do very well, and he just brought you a. a wow, we're just using our uh, yeah. whole ass names. Well, <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. bleep. <laughs> um, just brought you a cold brew. I, 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 listen, Garbage. My my love language is coffee, and if you don't appreciate it, then. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but anyway, back to the topic at hand. I, I think this this idea of of, of ritualistic um, sacrifices, magic, things like that, that's, that is such a fantastic answer to this question because I feel like most people don't think that when we ask that question. Yeah. And I also love that. I, 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 so, I mean, the movie The Ritual on, that I love, I think, I mean, whatever that creature is that they created for that movie is so horrific and wonderful and I love every minute of it. And the crazy cult that's like- Oh yeah, I love crazy cults. I was too. gonna say, I love a good cult moment. Yeah. 
Well, that's why that's why I love Scientology so much. And that's why I love wild. Jared Leto so much. <laughs> oh, Jared. <laughs> 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 but crazy cults are fantastic and, and you know i mean we, i mean, I feel like we talk about it on every single episode but like in midsummer and hereditary these crazy cults that are just like you're just like wow they're they're so unhinged in a way and i just mm. love it like these you know because because there, there's always a moment where you're watching it where you're like I kind of understand and I kind of feel like I get it. And then they do something insane and you're like, I don't know. Now I don't know how to feel. Am I so disconnected from human emotion that I just watch these movies? I'm like, "Eh." I don't like feel relatable to any of these characters ever. I'm like, y'all are fucking dumb. It's like, stop trying to seek like friendship and kinship and family and these like crazy ass cults. But that's why people join cults. That's like literally the whole point. <laughs> I mean, I don't I know. Just... Sometimes they just want to don a new era for humanity by destroying the world as it is. Yeah, sometimes they want to birth forth a demon. <laughs> I can't. I cannot wait to see what Jared Leto's cult comes out to be. I think it's just going to be a lot of people spending their money. That, yeah, yeah. Which, that, like most cults are. <laughs> really, where it's at. I mean, the Juggalos. The Juggalos. <laughs> uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints. They're just... Oh my goodness. All right, we need to stop talking about cults. I feel like that we can deep dive on all of that. I mean, there is a very interesting old-timey cult that from the island that I grew up on. Oh, do tell, tell us. Yes. Um, it doesn't exist anymore, luckily, but it's called, it's the Brother 12 cult. And okay. so they like were... Um, like this brother 12 guy, he was into mysticism and he studied under the group that was created by Madame Blavatsky and... Why does this all sound really familiar? Theosophy, that's what the word I was trying to remember. So he had studied theosophy and then created his own thing and yeah. Claimed to be the... some kind I of... Feel like I, yeah, I feel like I've read about this before and I'm getting like really... I'm getting weird flashbacks, <laughs> but I don't know why I deep dove because, into this. Because it sounds a lot like every other cult. <laughs> it's also because um, it like was in the 19 teens to like 30s, and there w- there were rumors that there was he had hidden gold on some of the tiny islands that the cult lived on, and they like literally moved to an island to get away from everyone from a bigger island, so. And there was like he brought this he there they he brought like this woman who was you know supposed to be a prophet that was just his lover who liked to abuse everyone as they That's do. That's always fun. Yeah, but it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a very interesting cult to look into. That's lesser known. Yeah. Have to look See, that. I feel like I, I don't know. I have to like look into why I looked into this before. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> Is that inception? Most people just ask themselves, hey, why did I look into this? And then they well, come you up know, I answer. have the memory of a fucking goldfish. She does. She does. Like we have to, we... So what is not known is that we are recording on a different day than usual because my dumbass forgot that we're, we were recording this weekend 
which is the same day we, we record every other week, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah, which is why I literally was like texting her. I, like, I was like, okay, we're good for Sunday, blah, blah. And then I was like, actually something came up and we have to do Saturday instead. I'm so sorry that I'm doing this to you. Um, I always I'm going to be honest. I have really gray roots. I don't know if you could see it coming in over there and I have to get my hair done tomorrow. Just dunk your head in a, in a barrel full of dye. I hate you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ariel's like, I don't know why I signed up to do this. <laughs> um, but what, what can you tell us has been your best experience working in horror? If you could pick one experience that really stands out to you and kind of reinforces why you love what you do. Hmm. Well, let's see. I mean, there's there's always like the stress of like you're getting ready to shoot and then you're shooting the thing and you know, in your head you're kind of going, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Like this doesn't feel like it's going to be that great. And then you like I really like the feeling of once it's shot and then you're like in post-production and you're seeing it slowly come together and piece by piece it's like turning into something that actually looks good and you're like oh okay I don't <laughs> suck um, and you're like I did I did this yeah yeah and of course everyone coming together to make it too it's like such a collaborative process that like my films if it was just me I like I can't hold a camera or any <laughs> or know how to properly balance the whites and such so it's really needs everybody involved and just the fact of like everyone coming together to see your idea come to life is a great feeling so when when you get to like also get everyone together to see what you all made like um a few years ago we had several shorts that we'd finit that we'd shot over a summer and we fit they were all finished relative like relatively around the same time so we just did a big screening party and um so we had like this um we actually rented out a room at a military mess and so we had like this big screening room and then we had a bar and then we had like an area for people to what ex do some vr experiences and we had a, a very uh punk rock diy step and repeat that i made so i took like this king-sized sheet and a stencil and just spray painted it to stencil paint it and it was really cool just everyone who was there to support it and I love that yeah that's I mean that's the the beauty of community work, community and and working yeah. in, you know working in indie film and being able like because when you especially when when you're working in indie film but when you're working in indie horror specifically it's such a smaller mm -hmm. group and are we a cult we are a cult <laughs> 
I'm like, are, is this <laughs> is this a cult? This is no membership dues though. Luckily. No, no. Um, yeah, I, I, you pay your dues and fake blood. We we we, we, yeah. we pay our dues by by doing this. Yes, we, we put money into the podcast. You put money into your films. <laughs> this is how we pay our dues into this cult. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, but that's it. Like it's everybody in the indie scene. Well, not, I mean, not everybody, but for the most part, people in the indie scene mm-hmm. do support one another yes. and there, and there is that sense of community there. And it's, that's the thing. And we've talked about it so many times on the podcast. Like when, when you meet other horror fans, when you meet other people who work in the horror industry, it's like, even if you don't know each other, like you, like we don't know each other, but no. we're, you know, it's like, we know each other we've got we've got a common language exactly right off the bat you know that you have this thing in common and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be friends but it definitely means that you have at least a platform to start building any kind of relationship whether it be friendship or you know professional relationship the love language things are is it like my love language is fake blood and cheesy gore yes that is your love language (laughs) Yeah. I, I learned about the love language thing very recently and I was like, I don't think I have one. Your love language is slime movies and trauma films. <laughs> mm. Not so much trauma though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm okay on trauma. Fine. Whatever you say. Uh, <laughs> but I, we love that. We love the, that community. I think it's, it's important to have. I agree. Yeah. It's really like, especially because I I'm in Vancouver so I but I wasn't born here so when I moved here when I finally found the horror community then it was like oh I've got a new home yeah and it's it's awesome because it's very welcoming and warm and like it's it's weird at times I've had trouble navigating any sort of community like community I feel like because Mm -hmm. I'm just an odd and awkward person but even the the best, the good news is, is that the horror community tends to be very odd and awkward as well. So there's lots of us out there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like very kind, like kindly and warmly embraced for my quirks, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And don't 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 do that. You're gonna to call me. them quirks. Don't do that to me. <laughs> But even so, like, I remember as I started going to more festivals and more conventions when I was younger and meeting these people in the community, they were like, oh, yeah, no, like, you're friends with this person, we got you. And it was like, that's how I started work, getting more work on different projects and things of that sort. And I was like, this is fucking great. Like, I love every second of this, but. Yeah, well, especially because in, in the horror community, for the most part, people are have their own projects that they're working on mm-hmm. and they need people to yep. be part of their projects. So it's like, oh, hey, I'll be on, I'll be in your movie if you'll, you know, you know. Grip be, on mine. Yeah, if you, yeah. If you work on mine and like, you know, I'm I'm throwing together this film festival. Do you, you want to work on it? And I'll, you know, help you out on your yeah. podcast and blah, blah, blah. And it's, yeah. and, it, and, and it's wonderful because, you know, for the most part, you know, we've, as a community, we've all moved away from like, the barter system but i feel like in in the horror community it's still very much Definitely the barter not. system <laughs> yes still very much the barter system like hey i'll do this for you if you do that for me and it's like i got you let's go and then it's wonderful because yeah. you because then you, it helps because then you respect each other's work like 
you know, I, I respect your work. So I respect nothing you do. This is. (laughs) (laughs) You're trash. But are you entertained? (laughs) I hope that people are entertained. I hope that people find us somewhat endearing. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, I, I love having that sense of community and knowing that, you know, if, you know, there, there's certain things like that actually make me anxious about like going to conventions and things like that because sometimes like com even Comic Con like people can just be like awful, <laughs> you well, know. That should, I mean, that's like I mean that's wild. any like that's anywhere, but like mm. I'm I I always feel much less anxiety knowing like that it's going to be like more people from the horror community because it's yeah not, you know it's not the same as like going to Comic Con and people are just like shitty and smelly <laughs> now they're just they, okay you're kind of cool and you smell <laughs> yeah, it, there's still there's still, there's still the, the, the scent the aroma mm-hmm. I, if you will i don't know what the aversion is to deodorant but <laughs> they're not about it they're just not about it it takes too much time i have i have i have seven films i need to work on no deodorant for me let's we're just <laughs> I don't have time. I don't understand. That's why we need to get more women in these horror. Thank you. Like, I feel like we're generally, and like any woman is generally just not funky. No, we need, we need more women who are going to make films with male nudity. That's, that's, this is what we say. We keep saying it over and over again. Stop. Like I say, we bought, we, we say no more naked women until we get some naked men in this shit. I, Let's I, get some hard D's in there. Yes. <laughs> Hard D's and all of the women will be fully clothed. <laughs> no, honestly, I just want all around nudity. I mean, yes. Give me all of the nudity. I want all around nudity, but I also, I, I, I want, I want us all to take a stand and say, we are no more boobs and bush until you give us hard D. Let's go. <laughs> That's what I feel. <laughs> Good to know where you stand. Yeah. So. We're starting to get some of it. We got some in the uh, hereditary. Yes. Yeah. True, yes. true. Might not have been hard. Yes. I know we want the hard day. We want to yeah. get hard. <laughs> and then they're gonna slap a hard X on it. <laughs> they're gonna be like, this is an X-rated film. You can, you know, you cannot show it in, in theaters. Can you not show X-rated in theaters? I I mean things are different in Canada. Oh, Our good. ratings, we've got a different rating system, so oh, we do don't really? it's just um like it's entirely like the names are entirely age-based so the highest you can get is 18a which is 18 and up okay. but if your parents bring you that's fine oh. or or it doesn't have to be your parents if you just have an 18 year old friend oh shit there you go. so like so we have we have r but then we also have nc17 no children under 17 which is no children under 17 no matter what even if you're escorted with an adult oh or you can be accompanied by an adult but even but like even with NC-17, like, they don't really release films NC-17 because they have, like, because you're going to get... Reduces your audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, what they're, what, like, even when they, when they did Poltergeist, when they remade Poltergeist, which is a terrible, terrible film, um, they made it PG-13 because they wanted to, they yeah. wanted a wider audience. And I was like, why? PG-13 <laughs> is always trash. Why? It doesn't you know i mean Not, there some, there are occasionally good pg-13 ones but I mean, beetlejuice is pg-13 true and we love beetlejuice but we, <laughs> but we want the hard d we want the hard d you're not gonna get it with pg-13 you barely even get it with nc-17 wow. you only really get it in porn 
And I watch a lot of porn. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) We record this on Dottie's laptop and I've seen the tabs open. Yeah, there have been lots it's of... It's porn on porn on porn on porn on porn. Well, because, like, I'll open a video and then, I, and then I'm like, oh, I like this, and I don't want to, like... And then instead of just bookmarking it like a normal person would, I just leave the tab open. <laughs> I mean, tabs are so much easier than bookmarks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that porn... Well, sorry, have you heard of gay horror porn? Have you heard of this? I showed I showed no I showed her one one time. Uh, there's this website. I, there's only a, a few videos on there, but there's it's like gayhorrorporn.com, and it's <laughs> that sounds fun. Oh, super fun, super fun. Um, and it's but did it's, you show like, this to me? Yes, I did. No memory, no recollection of See? this event happening whatsoever. See? But gay, yeah, but gay horror porn, and, and that's it, like. Um, I Will mean, they sponsor us? I'm not like jerking off to it, but I'm like definitely <laughs> watching it, and like this is horrific and wonderful and i love it (laughs) um just you know full-on full-on hardcore gay sex but with horror themes there's one it's like the black mass or something like that and it's like (laughs) naked being like oh i do remember this ufo from roswell gay edition (laughs) (laughs) you could do the mast from red mast of red death there you go the butcher gay edition Black Mass, gay edition. You love it. I'm like, I wish that they would make more, but it's I'm not paying. Oh my god, it's so expensive. Yeah. Forty dollars for thirty days. Yeah, no, thank you. That's Ooh. more than a dollar a day. And there's only like four videos. You could feed That's a little famine baby. <laughs> but also, I think their titles they need more puns. I I agree. Like if you're if you're making gay horror porn, make it punny. Or is that just me? I love puns. I, like, I love I love puns. The, hill, the hills have thighs. No. <laughs> no. Just no. All right. We need to move on because so... you just killed the whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined everything. And we're we're keeping this poor this poor woman here with your terrible fucking jokes. Anyway. <laughs> it's a pandemic. I've got nothing else to do. Right? <laughs> Uh, so have you watched any of the pandemic films that have um, been coming out recently or I did watch host which which seems to be the one that most people have yeah. watched yeah she yeah and think it was all that special <laughs> I liked it I liked it everyone's like let's watch it again and I'm like I didn't like it that much yeah <laughs> I, like, liked I, it, I don't but... need to watch it again that soon so stop putting words in my mouth yeah um yeah i watched that and then i actually watched a film that i mean it could have been a pandemic film but it was made before uh i watched unfriended dark web yes (laughs) and it was so much scarier than the first unfriended film okay i you know i haven't watched um i haven't watched unfriended dark web but i i the first one is like so ridiculous yeah Um, but i kind of loved it anyway even though it was so ridiculous um you know but like i think any of those um any of those like kind of facetime zoom kind of horror i i like i mean like there's so there's only so much you can do Mm -hmm. i mean i think it's i think it's very creative yes for sure 
And I love that people still are just like, hey, we're in a pandemic, but we're going to find a way to create around absolutely the circumstances that we're in. But again, I don't need to watch it again <laughs> that soon. Yeah. Would, would yeah. you be interested in, in doing any pandemic films? Um, so we actually, um, my producing partner Topher and I, we sort of threw together a little short at the very beginning of the pandemic, you know, back when we thought, oh, this is only going to be a few months or like a, a month or two. I know. Wasn't that so cute when we yeah. all thought that? Yeah. Uh, and so we quickly made like a short that um, it was all about, I based like, we kept it simple. So I actually was playing myself and um, he was living in the UK at the time. So, oh, we shit. Had, so it was very much like, okay, I'm phoning, filming everything with my phone. And we did it in the style of Instagram stories. Okay. So well, that's pretty fun. I like yeah. that a lot. And then we were also, we posted it on the bad cookie Instagram in the stories so that we could like have it feel like that as well. And yeah. So that was a fun little thing, but I definitely prefer a real shoot. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that we all definitely do, but I think that given the circumstances, I like the idea of like an Instagram story kind of way yeah. of shooting. But you mentioned bad cookie. Why don't I, we, we thankfully know what that is, but why don't you <laughs> yes. tell our listeners a little bit more about bad cookie? So Bad Cookie Pictures is a production company founded by myself and my friend Topher Graham, real name Christopher, but he go, we all call him Topher, so. I like that. I have a friend named Chris and his Instagram is like Topher something. And I was like, I don't get that. And he was like, Chris Topher. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> so it actually happened because when he was in film school, there was another Christopher. So they each just took half of the name. Chris so they wouldn't get for oh my yeah <laughs> that's really cute I like that so yeah so um you have you you have an Instagram obviously that you said for yeah for your bad cookie so wh why don't you plug the Instagram now okay well it, it's just look up at bad cookie pictures um we're also on YouTube so we have several of our short films available on our YouTube channel as well as links to ones that were um, put online by other people involved. So um, you can watch Nepenthes, you can watch The Devil and I, you can watch uh, The Man in the Rabbit Mask, you can watch uh, uh, the, the Parlor Tricks, you can watch um, Time Heals No Wounds. Those are all on our available via our YouTube, which again, you just look at bad cookie pictures where we should be the only channel that comes up i would hope so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if not uh, they're getting sued mm -hmm. not y'all someone else um and we also are of course on twitter and facebook again you just look at bad cookie pictures and then we also have a pinterest up uh, we love that <laughs> i need i need more details on this pinterest i'm about to pull out my phone right now we both love pinterest so. <laughs> I mean, I have a personal Pinterest, which I use far more often, but we decided let's just for fun, make one for bad cookie pictures. So it's, we only pin spooky stuff. Good. Um, Love that. 
That's the way it should be. I haven't opened yeah. Pinterest in a long time. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh, I don't know how to work this anymore. Oh no. <sighs> I only use it on in my browser, so I yeah. would be lost. Oh, wait, wait. So bad. Bad Vuki. Bad 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 Vuki. <laughs> there you go. Uh and you know, how, how has your experience been with, I know we talked a little bit before, but about <gasps> submitting to I'm sorry. film festivals. Hold on. I have to, I have to digress real quick because I saw something on the bad cookie Pinterest that I think you need. I need to find it. Look at this spooky sweatshirt. Oh my God. I love that. This one. I don't know. If, wait, hold on. It's not. Oh yeah. That's it's so cute i know That's i'm like i think you need that sweatshirt spooky as hell and i love it okay i saw that and i was okay. like i feel like you need that <laughs> everyone so, yeah. needs it absolutely <laughs> so yeah you so you spoke a little bit about your experience uh, submitting to film festivals but um could you go into a little more detail about like what that experience has been like for you well um the the actual process of submitting it's pretty simple because you just make your profile on film freeway yeah. and then you research the different festivals and you s- s- give them your money to watch your film and you also sometimes write a cover letter depending on oh not a cover letter yeah i'm i'm not the biggest fan of writing cover letters but... i would just be like watch this shit because i'm awesome <laughs> See, but that's why I can't make any sort of short or feature or anything of the sort because I would be like, just fucking watch it. Like, don't don't be a dumbass. I mean, that's when you could just be like, hey, producer, do something and you take care of the submission process. Yeah. I would not um, be a good producer. If you want your name in the credits, you're going to submit this to every film festival. Well, you don't want to submit to every film festival because no, they've been getting much more expensive lately. Yeah. Oh, have they really? Yeah, like it used to be that the average was kind of for a short film $15 for a submission US and now it's like the average is at least 25. Okay. What the fuck? There's some festivals that I've never even heard of that are looking for $70 to $100 US for a short and I'm just like oh, call them out. This is your first year i don't even remember i just like, <laughs> she was I, like skip skip, skip. <laughs> yep. and meanwhile i'm here i'm like call them out let's scratch them uh, yeah and, and that's it's like it's almost the same thing as like you have to pay a fee in order to apply to university which is ridiculous yeah. like why <laughs> like Our, i'm already going to be paying you this whole ass system is flawed you know, i hate i hate when you're looking for a fucking apartment and you have to pay for them to check your credit to judge you. It's like, Ugh. I can tell you, it's not great. Yeah, they don't do that anywhere else. But <laughs> <laughs> we're the only people who care about credit It's like, it's not great. Reason. And it I'm going to be paying you X amount of money. Don't judge me this, based on my this, bad credit. Yeah, there's this number that somebody created that has to do with how well you pay your bills. What does it matter when I pay them? I just, and as long as I pay them. And, well, and it's so wild because it's like, yeah, you pay them. I pay them on time and I pay them, but there's just a lot of, a lot of money it's like behind a, there. It's like a really bad episode of Black Mirror where we're the only people who have to do this and no one else has to. <laughs> At least not for renting apartments out here. Yeah. So, but I think this, the moral of this story is that Dottie and I are going to move to Canada <laughs> and we're going to be neighbors. 
And if you become citizens or resident, permanent residents, you get health care. See? And we get to look at Trudeau. True. <laughs> not a bad, not bad. True. I can, I can get yeah. behind that. <laughs> I will say, like, I, I know that um, I, I love Montreal from what I remember, but they do have breed-specific legislation over there, mm. which is racist towards certain breeds of dogs. Yes. Oh yeah, we are not That's, a fan of that. Yeah, I'm a huge. We don't have that in BC. See, yeah. then I guess we just have to go I just, to BC. I, I, we just need we need to go to the game. Whether it be at one point. like that's really that's yeah. what, that's what I need. I've so ever since queer as folk, folk, I've been like really in love with Canada. <laughs> I was gonna say it's gotta be queer as folk. I was well, I was a, I was a young gay boy growing up watching queer as folk with the volume all the way down, sitting right next to the TV with my hand on the button, ready to turn the TV off. Well, no, on my hand on the on the the last, so that way it would go to the last, um, last channel that I was on, and then I would turn the TV off. So that way, if my parents came in and turned the TV on, it wouldn't be on queer as folk. I love how you act like your mom didn't know you were gay your whole life. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, I played football. And, okay. Yeah, mainly because yeah, you slap each other's butts a lot. Yep. Anyway, uh, no but, pants. But I like I would the I was pants like, are great. Yeah, the pants but are. Great. I would I loved queer as folk, and I, like it really did make me fall in love with Canada. <laughs> um, but like, but particularly the neighborhood, and like I've always wanted to go ever since. Same. So, Honestly, like, we have a lot of places we need to travel once this pandemic is over, man. You're telling me, but me yeah, the 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 film the film festival circuit is like it's it's really it really is wild because you're literally mm-hmm. paying people to watch your film and then decide if they want to show to watch it your to film and fucking judge you. Yeah, which I I mean I do understand like you know they get a lot of submissions they have to pick some people and they have to not pick other people which is understandable. And they also because um they do need funds to put on the festival because you can't guarantee you're gonna sell out all your tickets yeah absolutely i get it but but seventy dollars seventy dollars is that's ridiculous yeah and then especially here if you convert that into canadian it's just like oh my god oh is are we are we actually higher yeah that's surprising because we're trash right now yeah there we only were on par like a Eight years ago, I think we might have been like worth one cent more here in Canada. See, but for the wild. most part, it's wild because you like Canada is so much better than America. I feel like in well, they so get, many they aspects, get, they get so much more for their tax dollars than we do. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> All like, of our tax goes to the military and the police. So we're just like, oh man, wrinkle. Unless I'm, I'm like, unless unless I'm fighting in a war or I'm being arrested, my tax dollars aren't really helping me at all. <laughs> Well, and no, it's not even if you're being arrested. It's like if you, no, it's really if you just... own a company that uses prints and labor, right? Exactly, exactly. Listen, what it comes down to is, um, I just want healthcare. Tax. I want right. I, I just want, want healthcare. Want healthcare. I want look at Justin Trudeau as much as I want. <laughs> He's just so handsome. There you go. Why, why is this? I don't understand. I mean, he's such a nice change from the prime, prime minister we had before him. Oh, God, Stephen Harper was creepy looking. 
mean, <laughs> he's no Marooney, I'll tell you that much. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, I think we're kind of coming yeah, towards the getting, end here. We're getting towards the end. Um, what we would love is if you could uh, kind of give our listeners... Uh, just an idea of things that you might be working on now. We understand that you can't give away everything. Yeah, but, but what it, we should look for. Yeah, just what, a taste. What to expect. Hints. Yeah. yeah. All oh, right. Hints. Um, well, of course, there's Damned Supper, which I will hopefully shoot sometime in the near vaccinated future. Um, and then I'm also working on a uh, period thriller that I'm a producer on as well as an actor. Okay. And that'll be like a Victor- late Victorian period Ooh. taking place in England. So I get to I get to use my, my accent work. Um, Which you're quite good at, I must say. I've heard you throw down a couple of different accents this podcast and I I appreciate it because I feel like all like I speak and all you hear is a New York fucking dirtbag. So sorry. Street trash. Listener, <laughs> my faves. <laughs> um, well, I am a trained voice actor, mm-hmm. so that's uh, kind of why I'm into doing all the accents and everything. No, which is good. Um, and so that actually, I, I'm not sure when it's coming out, but I did voice work for a mobile game at the end of last year. So okay. eventually, that should be coming out. But I also there's a couple games that i'm all that have already been released that i that i am in as well um which one of them is for nintendo (gasps) oh she got that nintendo Nintendo money come on nintendo queen yeah um it's a video or a mobile game that's i'm already in it so i can talk about it. it's called dragalia lost and i play this anime girl with massive pink curly hair (gasps) we love that i was gonna say i want big massive pink curly hair <laughs> we can get you a wig i can't wear a wig i'm sweaty hi have we met <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've heard that new york in the summer is a very sweaty place for everyone oh, so disgusting which is why we spend a lot of time at the beach and at my mom's pool that's really yeah <laughs> so our summers are very much so by the water and i like it's 80 degrees and 90% humidity in the summer. It's disgusting. I don't understand Fahrenheit, so I'm just going to assume that's really high. (laughs) I got you. I'm Google. (laughs) Yeah. Let me see. Um, I know. I don't know. Okay. Hardporn.com. 30 30 degrees. Okay. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. That's. mm -mm. My boyfriend knows because he lived in New Zealand and he knows the. I don't know what the fuck is Celsius. He knows the metric. I know. Well, I'm. Again, American trash bag. We, for some reason, use like whatever the fuck. It's weird. Public education, right here. (laughs) Hashtag, we are doing great. Uh, Did you just make a hashtag with your? I did. This is you know. This is this is all Salima's doing. She she started. My my dad's girlfriend started doing this. She'd be like hashtag, and now I do it. I can't oh no yeah. I don't like that I do that I, I do this all the time and then because of my patients at the hospital I do this all the time I'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad I, 
Like, and, then, and like the hair over the back of the ear and like I mean that's very like, I, that I like, get these like jet like these like Gen Z like gestures that I can't stop you know doing. what I don't get it's a horror it's when, a, it, when that the, in itself is a horror when story. the kids do like oh, the this? two fingers together I've seen that before and I had to ask someone I'm like what does this mean it's like I'm shy but why you're making a stupid fucking gesture with your hands it's very anime very like I hate kids except i mean i think this is a better shy yeah yeah i mean like a very like tucked in hands type of thing not like not two fingers pointed together you're making two finger guns and you're going i I think that's more of like a you're staring at the ground and you're like "Uh, i don't know you gotta be careful because finger guns also apparently is a bisexual thing which i was not aware of i don't understand my 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 patients all the time are like they're like are you bisexual i'm like what <laughs> like you do finger guns a lot i was like does that automatically mean that i'm bisexual what is happening i'm like okay I don't understand. <laughs> i'm like whatever whatever you say i am in my i i thought I, I keep thinking i'm young but apparently i'm not hey babe i'm apparently bisexual you're right with that you good <laughs> maybe if you just do the one finger gun just the one, just, just one favorite. Hey, hey, totally gay. <laughs> hey, strictly dickly. <laughs> Cock sucking. <laughs> Butt fucking. Hard D. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So before we say our goodbyes, if you could just plug your social, um, I know you have an Instagram. Uh, I don't yes. know if you want to give out your. I know you have a Facebook page. I know there's things like that. So if you want to plug those for our listeners as well. Yes. Well, it's very easy um, because I use the same name on everything. Love that. Keep it simple. At Hanson's Horror. And that's H-A-N-S-E-N. Yes. Not O-E. Yes. The Danish way. How is that what that is? The Great Dane. You knew you knew I was gonna do something. You knew I couldn't help myself. Uh, oh boy! Actually, fun funny story. This is back when I was in college. We um we watched a production of Hamlet, where Hamlet was played by a Great Dane. Oh, that's wait, awesome! Uh, wait, like, the entire a, show, a literal a literal dog, a literal dog, was was Hamlet <laughs> because Hamlet is the Dane. I. His title is the Dane. I, I know, so I they, know. They but like, what the great what the fuck were you doing with the Great Dane in college? No, no, no. We we didn't do it. We watched we watched a video of the production. Who the fuck did that? Listen, these theater people think that they're ways more cerebral than the I, rest of there, us. There is some. I I've volunteered at fringe festivals before. There's some weird shit. I, and I love a good fringe festival. Yeah. But some of some that of that means. shit is real weird. Sometimes they need to do a bit of vetting before the shows are entered into the lottery. I'm like, I literally went to after high school school for makeup, so I didn't deal with any of that. I well, I was a theater major, so we it was all these like cerebral, like, like very very strange. There was one. There was one. I wasn't in it, but there was one play that um, we did a reading of, and it was like this werewolf story. Like oh. it was all about like lycanthropy and like this doctor who was like obsessed with it and like he start, like doesn't become a literal wolf but he like lycanthropy as like a psychological disorder yeah it was very like cerebral and sometimes I didn't understand what was happening 
And that's yeah. what you get, bitch. No, but that's what you get with a lot of these. It's true. I can't. So Hanson's <laughs> horror across Hanson's all platforms. Hanson's right? horror. About that. Yep. And then we already talked about the bag cookie platforms. Yep. Oh, and also um, if you want more information about our projects, you can just go to badcookiepictures.com and oh we have a website. Yes. Wonderful. I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely thoroughly creep that pinterest once we finish <laughs> recording absolutely well ariel it has been so wonderful talking with you yes, it has been so, so much fun being for on here us. absolutely thank you thank you for taking a chunk of your day and spending it with us while we did whatever it is that we did <laughs> i mean i'm always happy to talk horror so. i know absolutely. and now we're gonna attempt to send you back no, <laughs> no! <laughs> however what we're going to do is we're just going to open the door and let you choose your path. And if uh, some <laughs> other s- spooky spirits decide to make their way through. That's someone that's else's their, fucking problem. <laughs> Sorry about it. Sorry. But, Ariel, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, and we look forward to your projects that are coming out soon. And we're going to be checking out your YouTube page and, and watching some of your shorts that are on there. And, and um, can't wait to go to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> seriously come to vancouver because our seasons are milder really okay mm-hmm. and and hopefully um if if and when i end up getting a film festival together <laughs> oh i am submitting i you yeah, better I believe will, it <laughs> i'll make sure well all of all of the filmmakers that we've spoken with will definitely get a, a heads up before well i feel like y- y'all are just gonna get an auto in yeah at this like, point <laughs> you yes. have to deal with us this is your... oh yeah I, I forgot i have a film on the festival circuit right now <laughs> oh wonderful let's yeah. talk about it plug it um it's called clout and it's about an Instagram influencer who gets infected by an alien parasite that feeds off of her vanity. And I also play the lead in it. I, I fucking love, love that. every second about that. Oh my god! Is that available to watch on any? No, because it's in the festival circuit. Oh yeah. So you gotta wait until it's at a. At this point, they're all virtual. Yeah. Festival near you. Well, but, yeah. I cannot wait to see that once it once I could watch it. Yes, that sounds mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, Ariel, thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You guys as well. And we will we'll be in touch soon. Say goodbye awesome. to everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Get out of here. So that was our interview with Ariel Hansen, writer, director, actor, voice costume actor, designer. costume designer, costume designer. Uh, screenwriter, set decorator. She's done it all. She really is. And we greatly appreciate her coming on to the podcast. Oh, God. What did I do? Sorry. 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 And we greatly appreciate her coming on to the podcast as our first interview during Women's History Month. <laughs> not to say that we're not to say that we're only going to interview women this month, but uh, kind of as a rollover from our yeah, women in film. Yeah, I was going to say, we, what, women in horror? Women in film, women in horror, same same month. But specifically horror. horror. <laughs> and I think what it comes down to is that we definitely need to make sure that as folks in the horror community, we have to make sure that the women are better equally represented and brought to the forefront for the hard work that they are putting in and putting out there that has come so much easier for men in this industry. Absolutely. So 
fuck that. We love a woman. We love a woman. We love a woman. I don't love to have sex with a woman, but I love a woman. Yeah. <laughs> so we're about ready to wrap up. But before we do that, we have my favorite segment, oh Gulia's least favorite like segment. I feel like we have to just cut the segment because it's painful every no, it's time. Great. Because I'm watching something and literally no one else can see it. I'm, we're not going to watch something this time. This is so dumb. Here it is. It's poopy stuff. to seek may disturb you all right so today for spoopy stuff i have <laughs> a an article from bloody disgusting okay that i'm going to share with you which okay. i'm really really excited about it looks like due to the pandemic obviously halloween horror nights in universal was canceled last year but they're they're planning to reopen in september for halloween horror nights and i'm so excited and not just that they're also going to have a specific Beetlejuice attraction. Bitch! I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we don't even need to talk about this. I don't need to read this article. I am there. I already, unfortunately, may be going to Florida a couple of times this year. Sorry to anyone listening in Florida, but I hate your fucking state. However, I will go for Halloween Horror Nights, and yes. I will go for some Beetlejuice shit. Yeah, so it was just announced Halloween Horror Nights uh, will r- run... On select nights from September 3rd to October 31st. And the team has announced that Beetlejuice is coming along for the ride. So Halloween Horror Nights teases, quote, Say it once, say it twice, say it three times. It's time to turn up the juice and see what shakes loose as the original film comes to life. More twisted and terrifying than ever, Beetlejuice will haunt, taunt, and send you screaming out of the haunted house. Love that. Couple bullet points. It'll say he'll torment you as you wander checkerboard hallways and abandon you to your fate in the lost souls room. He'll menace you through the model graveyard and join in the fun of Dante's Inferno. And it also says be part of the infamous dinner party scene and witness Beetlejuice's chaotic Dale. wedding. It's showtime. I'm so excited. I'm very excited as well. I can't wait for us to be going to Florida for this. Absolutely. Because I know that we will be going. And I, if there's one thing I love more than a haunt, it is a Halloween Horror Nights haunt at Universal. I never, so I, I'm not a theme park person. Um, I've actually never been to Universal. I've never, I think I went to Disney once as a child, but very vaguely remember it. And I love theme parks. I love rides. I love roller coasters. I love all that stuff. I hate roller coasters. But I specifically... I hate roller coasters. ...love haunts in I love haunts. Parks. I love haunts. So, like, I went to Six the Downey Flags. Park haunt, and I went to Fright I, Fest. I don't think I've ever been to that one, but I've been to the Fright Fest, Six Flags Fright Fest, all, like, so many times, and I love it. But... Universal Studios does... Deo. ...it on such a different Deo. level. Daylight, come and me want to go home. But speaking of Catherine O'Hara, anyway. I know. So. Shit's great. Universal Studios does haunts on such a different level. Their budget is so much bigger. Well, yeah. And their their makeup and their their costuming is so good. Their set designs are so good. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I just, I really hope that I, I was planning to go to... One of the theme parks this past October to try and check out one of these haunts. But, you know, pandemic. I'm responsible. I did not travel 
throughout this. No. Unlike some people who I've known. But we did not. We did not uh, do that. Yeah, but we didn't do that because we're responsible and we understand that this is a global fucking pandemic and traveling right now without the need to is irresponsible. 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 But I cannot wait, however, to go because I know that you are vaccinated. I will be getting vaccinated next month. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to hopefully start doing shit again. Absolutely. And I, I still hold my my. But fo- I do fucking photo. hate Florida. Yes, it's awful. I hate Florida But so Florida much. in September, October is very hurricane comfortable. Season. But it's comfortable. Hurricane but season. It's not bitch. hot. But it's hurricane it's season. It's not hot. You have like a so... 50-50 chance of going and getting stuck there because of a hurricane. That's fine. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> but I still hold my photo of me and we're gonna have Beetlejuice to drive very dearly. from Florida to New York. I'm not driving stuck, anywhere. I hope you realize that. Not driving anywhere. I will drive part of the uh, way. I might kill us, but I'll drive. It's literally your job is to kill us all the time. Yeah. So that is a wrap on this episode. Thank you guys that so much. That actually wasn't a bad whatever the fuck segment that's yeah, called. Yeah, I figured you would like that one. Yeah. There's a few that you have liked in the past. You just don't remember them because you have no memory. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. Thanks, y'all. As always, please make sure that you like, rate, and subscribe this podcast, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. We would really, really appreciate it. Your 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 ratings and your comments go a long way. Also, please make sure that you're sharing this with your friends. We are currently on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher for podcasts, and like a whole bunch of other podcast platforms that I don't even know. And the I name don't of. even know what those mean. So please make sure I that you're listening up. and sharing this, not even just for us, but also for our guests who are creating content for all of y'all. I will say, if you hate us, that's fine. I hate us too. I understand where you're coming from. However, our guests are definitely some of the most talented and driven and wonderful people who I've had the pleasure of speaking to. Absolutely. So, you know. She's talking about Chris Fox. I hope you all realize that she's talking specifically about Chris Fox. (laughs) Which also, if you are not listening to the Dirty Dirty Pillows Pillows podcast, podcast. please make sure you're listening to Dirty Pillows podcast. Because we love and Chris. Chris and Maddie. Maddie I don't really know so Maddie, wonderful. but I feel like I know Maddie. I can't Maddie. wait to introduce you to Maddie because I, I, I love like Maddie, I Maddie so much. But I love Chris. Like, and I love Chris so much. They're so wonderful. And their podcast is so different from ours and it still is. so wonderful. And it I, is. And I love them and I support them 100%. I feel so. like they're much more put together than we are. I think so because they drink coffee and tea, I think, when they record and we yeah. drink Prosecco. So that's, that you says can, a lot you about can us. Here. My speech progressively get worse throughout our podcast. And me talk like a complete dirtbag. That's fine. It's fine. We love it. Yeah. We are. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So please make sure that you're following us on Instagram at I spit in your mouth. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. That's at I spit in your mouth. Also, you can follow Gulia at gulia spartans on instagram which i never update g-h-o-u-l-i-a-s-p-a-r-t-a-n-s and i am at dottie spartans that's d-o-t-t-y-s-p-a-r-t-a-n-s and you can email us at i spit in your mouth podcast at gmail.com if you want to recommend a movie if you want to recommend a guest if you just want to give us some good feedback if you want to just give us some bad feedback we'll take it i feel like we Definitely forgot to mention that we just did an interview recently. We did just we do an interview. We were the interviewees. We did just do an interview, and um, I 
we definitely should plug. We d- and we did post it. We did post it. Um, so Joey did a wonderful job from horrorfacts.com. That's Correct. horrorfacts.com. Facts. 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 I and can't even say that. Facts. <laughs> Facts. We Facts. were the interviewees, <laughs> and it was a wonderful experience to be on the other side. Yeah. And I think that we both did a pretty good job of I answering agree. those questions, I, I think. But we Although wanted you're to, a trash bag. I am. But I wanted to, uh, we both wanted to say thank you to HorrorFacts.com and to Joey for uh, for being able to highlight our podcast. We really, really appreciate it. And you should check out HorrorFacts.com if you are looking for news if you you know i'm sure you already follow bloody disgusting and and all that stuff but also check out horrorfacts.com it's another lovely horror news website that you can get some info from and we love that and we love that and And you could read our interview where we talk about how queer culture and horror kind of ties in together and how we would like to see it hand in hand a little bit more often absolutely and if you are looking for, if you're looking for the link, it is in our link tree. I don't know what the link tree is. It's listen to Dottie, not me. Our link tree is in the bio of our Instagram. There you can find where to follow us, uh, where you can listen to us, all of our different platforms, as well as our interview with horrorfacts.com. So we will be talking to you very soon. So please, in the meantime, make sure that you are washing your hands, wearing your mask, social distancing, not traveling because you're being responsible. Yep. And And most importantly, creep it real. real.